The Bible is the greatest work of literary genius, and I want to show you how. Let's start with genius. And to do this, let's think about three works of extraordinary genius. The first one is Caravaggio's painting Narcissus. Now, you've probably seen this before. It's about the myth Narcissus, the Greek myth. And it's about this man who's so self-obsessed and self-absorbed that one day he catches a glimpse of himself in the reflection in a pool of water. And he's so enamored by himself that he ends up dying staring at himself, being so narcissistic. And that's Caravaggio's painting. Okay, pretty simple, right? The second one is Plato's Republic, arguably one of the greatest pieces of philosophical work ever written. And I want to read to you just the first line of the Republic. It starts like this. Plato says, I went down to the Piraeus. That's it. Now, it's pretty straightforward. It's setting the scene so we get the location. They're going down. It's actually Plato and Socrates, and they're going down where? To the Piraeus, which is this port town where a lot of people are. And so the, the author, Plato, is just establishing the main characters, the setting, and the first action of the plot. They're going down to the Piraeus. Pretty straightforward. And the third work of genius is the Bible, Matthew's Gospel. And the text I want to look at is in the second chapter of Matthew's Gospel. And what's happening is Jesus is born, but then it becomes too dangerous for him to stay in Israel. So based on a word from an angel, he's sent down into Egypt. And then when it's safe, he returns to Egypt. And then after that happens, Matthew quotes from an Old Testament text, and this is what it says. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet, out of Egypt I have called my son. Now, what's going on is pretty straightforward. Jesus has this geographical movement that is similar to another one of God's sons in the Old Testament. This time it was the nation of Israel who's first called God's son. And he, just like Israel in the Exodus, they go down into Egypt and then come back out. Matthew is making a parallel between these two, saying, hey, they both have this geographical movement. They go down into Egypt and then come back out. Pretty simple. It's pretty easy to understand. Now, here's the weird thing. Who's the first person you think of when you hear the word genius. Albert Einstein, right? Or what do you think about when if you had a piece of genius, a work of genius sitting in front of you, a, 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 a page with words or numbers on it, what do you think about? Well, I think most people think about complicated language or complicated equations. But the interesting thing is when you actually look at those works like we have of that are generally accepted as works of genius, they're pretty simple and pretty comprehensible even to a child. So genius is not about complicated language or numbers or something like that. Um, think about this thought experiment with me. Let's say you have a scientist 
and this scientist has made a great discovery and he writes a paper about it and he sends it off to get published and his editor says, wow, this is a, this is a, this is an amazing 